Hey folks, this is Jeff Sloboda once again. Um, I am on the MCU's Bleeding Edge for the second time. And thank you very much for deciding to check out my podcast. I have with me Wise, um, the host of Stuck on My Mind that you can find on any of the podcast apps or distributors out there. And let me, you know, just go ahead and let you introduce yourself, Wise, and say whatever you want to say to the audience. Hey, hi. How's everybody doing? Hey, Jeff, how you doing? I'm good, man. Oh, no, I appreciate you having me on your show, man. I, it's like, my podcast isn't uh, uh, MCU type. It's not, it's not a, it's not uh how can I put it? Um, It's not into MCU and other stuff. It's more uh, social and, um, and more, like yeah, more social. Yeah, it's not like look, look, I'm a big geek and nerd, so don't get me wrong. So if so, it's not, but it's not in that type. But my podcast isn't into that type of uh, niche or whatever. Mine's is more is uh, having people on, uh, telling them the inspiring stories, and um, like you would be a great story to have. I'm saying you going through what you've been through in your life with the. the oh, of course. Well, we we've, we've yeah. got to do that without yeah. question because yeah. I mean. Yeah. I, I still haven't gotten my story. Oh, listen, out, really. I, I would love that. Like, you have an amazing story, man. You 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 suffered. I don't know if you told everybody your, your story, but I'm saying what what I've learned from you is, yeah. Well, yeah. why is I kind of bleeding it in a little bit here and there? You know what I mean? Like, I haven't really like you know yeah, come so, out yet. So, and just so you know, out there, I mean, I am disabled. Um, and what Wise and I are talking about is just an incident that happened to me back in 2014 where I was uh, almost killed um, protecting, defending my, uh, my, my black best friend against a group of actual racists. And um, long story short, you know, um, it, it took a major toll on my life and everything. And I saved my friend's life. And, um, you know, eventually at some point down the road, um, I'll go do a show like, on Wise's podcast and actually put it all out there, but you know, right now I'm just kind of it's a it's a lot to put out there. No, no, and and that's why that's why I didn't want to really get into it. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. That's why I asked if how much you put out there because I don't. It's your it's your story here. Yeah. And um, like I said, when you, when you're ready and you come on my show, I'm saying that's what I, that's what I want you for to to share your story, man, because it's it's inspirational. Oh, I appreciate that. I do, man. I really do. You know what? That really means a lot to me. And, um, you know, I, I've actually checked out a couple of your podcasts now, so I do know what your podcast is about. And you're just about basically just, you know, talking about anything that's going yeah. on in general, um, you know, yeah, which is cool. Put you know, it's positive, just positive content. It's not I'm not on there trying to uh, like not being a shock jock or any of that. I, I just want I just want people to I just have people on that to have interesting stories and um, just like having good conversation, basically. I think you give off that vibe uh, where you're, you give off that kind of vibe where you're more of like a, um, a planner, like a, uh, you know, a thinker, you know, like uh, almost kind of like Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, I'm, you know, I'm, and- I'm in that, I'm in that mind frame where it's, I, I don't sweat the small stuff. I'm like, it's life is too short and precious for you to be really like, just it's, it's hard. Life is hard already. So I don't need myself beating myself up. So I just try to, I just try to maintain no. 
being positive and and just and surround myself around positive people. Well, I'm glad that you decided to come on my show because I'll tell you what, that just really shows your um your how how multi-layered you are that you're capable of jumping on to an MCU show and you know, I already know that you can hold your own. You are, you um, know, your stuff. I'm um, a big so, MCU. I, I, like prior to even to prior to the MCU, I Marvel comics. I grew up reading Marvel comics. That's what that what that's what drove me to really enjoy reading was reading comic books. Me too. Same it, thing. It, it got I? me into reading more. It got me into reading the news. It's like comic books took me to another level as far as my reading went and because you and i have a lot in that regard wise we do seriously i never would have read if like if my book like once i started reading comics and and um i don't know probably like third second third grade um my reading scores just went out the roof went up the roof because honestly you there's there's some words in comic books back well at least when i was reading them like you really, they weren't, they weren't simple yeah. words. You would really have to learn what they meant. And everything. so it, for me, it was, it was educational. That's a very good point. You're right about that. I mean, I, I can't say that I know exactly what it's like with today's Marvel comics, because I don't pay attention that much, although I should, uh, my son reads them and stuff like that, but I don't really like pay that much attention but you're right. When I started too back in the day, just like you did around the same age, um, there's a lot of vocabulary to be learned in there. There's a lot of big words, like there's a lot of adult yeah. themes when you're reading certain Marvel, like you know, when you're reading Ghost Rider and Daredevil and you know, certain Spider Man comics and stuff like that, yeah. Punisher. There's a lot of adult um, themes there. You uh, know, one of the major storylines when I was growing up was um was Craven the Hunter. And um, when he killed supposedly yep. killed Spider Man and stuff like that, and it was just one. It was one of those comics that it was just it, it was it was amazing. It was just one of those amazing stories. So uh, there's just yeah, there's, I have it still. Yeah, I there, it. there's I still certain, um, so, certain storylines that I'm, I'm always gonna remember. Just even like as far. Because we're 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 discussing the MCU right, and we're going to discuss um, uh, Falcon and and the Winter Soldier, right? Well, that's what we're going to well, do. Yeah. Kind of with that story, because I because they have um, Steve Walker is going to be in the in the in the MCU now, and for people who don't know, Steve Walker is U.S. agent. He's gonna he's gonna take over first. He's gonna. Yeah. I know in the comic books he was. The replacement for Steve Rogers as Captain John, America, John, John Walker. Walker. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, John, John Walker. Walker. I'm just thinking about Steve Rogers, but John Walker is. No, you're right. He's going to be in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's going to be the the new Captain America. But when I was growing up and reading comics, he yes, he took over Captain America, but he was a little bit um, how can I say? He wasn't Steve Rogers. He was amazing. He was an amazing, but he just had a darker side to him. So then that's how when, when Steve Rogers came back and and took over the mantle again, he became US agent, which was the black black suit with the uh with the flag across the chest. Yeah. And and then I just remember so so when I found out John Walker is gonna be in the MCU now, 
I was like, ah, oh, so hopefully when Falcon takes over the mantle, he becomes U.S. agent. So I'm hoping. I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. They're 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 going to be calling John Walker U.S. Yeah. agent. Yeah, and then of course I don't know. I, and this honestly, folks, at uh, I the the truth is is that I do MCU. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, you know, like like you know, like why I said. I mean, you know, this isn't his um, his purview on a daily basis like it is with, with me, where I make content about Marvel almost every day of the week. Um, so at, at that point, you would you would hope that like I know uh, that I'm paying attention. I know a little bit more about what's going on with yeah. the series than he does. But um, at the end of the day, you know, when it boils down to it, um, as far as I'm concerned, if you're an old school Marvel comics fan then that basically makes you like a quasi expert when it comes to the MCU. And I'm sure you would agree. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of the stories, um, they, they, they were, they were from, they're from a lot of the storylines. Of course they were from the comic books. And of course they varied a little somewhat because of um, like, as far as with uh, Wanda and, um, and Pietro, I'm saying in an MCU yeah. prior to, to Disney acquiring Fox, um, mutants weren't weren't acknowledged in the MCU, but now no. that Disney has taken taken back control of those characters, now I, I want to see how they're going to engulf that in, into into WandaVision and and every other other object other projects out there. Because well, that actually plays to the first question that I wanted to ask you myself, which was. What are you more excited about? Are you more excited about Falcon and the Winter Soldier series? Or are you more? Are you more like looking forward to WandaVision? Oh man, me being a Captain America fan, I'm actually looking forward to the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm, like I said, I'm I'm my two favorite Avengers are Captain America, Captain America and Thor. So for me, um, it. it it's just I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's just, especially with um, uh, I guess Baron Zemo is going to be the villain. He's coming back. Yeah, yes, so. he is. He's not going to be the villain. He's going to be working with. Uh, in the beginning of the show, the beginning of the series, Bucky is going to go, um, over to like the CIA, um, prison or whatever that oh, oh, I I think over in Europe. Um, where they're keeping, where they're yeah. housing Zemo, and Bucky is going to go, is going to go and want to talk to Zemo, like you want to, you know, to extract information from him. And at that point, for whatever reason, I don't know these details yet. They end up, it ends up where Zemo goes with Bucky, and it ends up being Sam and Bucky and Zemo working together along with Sharon Carter, okay. Agent Thirteen. Um to you know basically uh find i'm assuming what i believe it is what they're what they're doing what they're going to be doing is there's there's somebody started started a new super soldier okay. program and so that you know bucky's doesn't like yeah. that you know what i mean he wants to go you know stop that or whatever that's the premise of like okay. the initial part of the show and then of course you've also got the the angle where uh Right off the bat, in the beginning of the series, um, General Ross or Secretary of State Ross is going to offer the shield to Sam Wilson 
if he'll do the super soldier program. Oh. So, you know, and then that's going to become a major um, focal point of the show. The super soldier serum is going to be a major part of the plot. Um, but basically, Sam's going to turn it down initially. And then throughout the process of the whole series, by the end of the last episode, he'll actually accept it and become Captain America. It's, it's going to be interesting. I, I want to see. It's going to. I want to see how it all intertwines with each other. Because then you have the Hawkeye. Yeah, because you also then you have the Hawkeye. Um, Hawkeye one coming out. You have the Miss Marvel. Um, so it, it's it's going to be interesting uh, next couple of years, especially with uh, with all the movies that are coming out. Like uh, supposedly, uh, Black Widow is going to be streaming on uh, on Disney Plus now that um. I heard that too. Yeah, I heard that too. That that, that they might yeah, just go ahead and do it. Because you see what honestly, uh, what, I'm surprised. Because you see with with what Netflix that? is doing with their movies and releasing it and winning all these awards and all that. Um, Disney might as well just do the same thing. Like just like you you have the subscription. If you know what, if you want to charge another five ninety nine for people to rent it or whatever, then do that. Whatever. But you have. But it's weird though because I'll be honest with you, following the MCU like I do, you know, all every day. Just a couple of weeks ago, there was a interview that Black Widow did that that Scarlett Johansson did with like Entertainment Weekly, where she made it sound like the modus operandi with Disney and Marvel was that they were not going to let the move, they were not going to release the film until people were going to be going back to theaters again and they could actually reap the full effect of the box office uh yeah but the way that things are right now uh, are how, i'm like are people really gonna go flocking back to movie theaters nobody know who thing. knows so when it's gonna be that's what, the point. You, what you're gonna keep your fans waiting another two years for for well not that but they're holding it, up Falcon hold- and winter soldier because apparently yeah, they tie into each other. There's there's a there's aspects of Black Widow that tie into the plot of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of things that need to be worked out, and um, I'm I'm hoping that it uh work it, it works itself out because there's just yeah. Well, it's sad that yeah that COVID had to happen and like they had to push back all the releases the way they did. I can't imagine Disney's happy with the with the fact that there hasn't been a single Marvel property yeah, that came mm-hmm. out the whole year. We were supposed to have two by now. We were supposed to have the Black Widow, and then we were supposed to have WandaVision. Oh yeah, no, they, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And yeah, and they pushed that, that back. Come first, and then WandaVision. So yeah. it's it's just so much. It's again. As a Black Widow, Black Widow has to come out first before they can release Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Black Widow has to come out again. It, it, I believe it's because of the Super Soldier serum. There's a tie in Black Widow where, if if you've seen the Black Widow trailer yeah. that they released during the Super Bowl, um, there's there's a scene where you see them like, where you see uh you you know uh, Natasha handle these vials that look like they have okay. the, the super soldier serum. 
So I think that's the connection. And, you know, not only are they bringing back, are they going to have John Walker, U.S. agent, uh, you know, becoming like, I mean, essentially Ross wants to, wants his, wants to build his own team. Like, you know, you know, you know that he, he never liked the Avengers. He eventually becomes the Red Hulk. That's right. He's going to become the Red Hulk. And I'm wondering, I mean, it might happen in this series. There's, there's awesome. no, I mean, we have no way of knowing. Yeah. They've already said it's going to happen. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. And then, of course, after that, you would imagine comes the Thunderbolts. And that's where a lot of people think that Bucky's going to end mm. up. That's interesting. You know, you know, and then, and then of course, like, uh, Yelena Belova, the you know uh, the, the potentially the new Black Widow in the MCU from the Black Widow film, um, you know she would be potentially oh. maybe on the Thunderbolts as well with oh. Ross leading the team. Um, but no, as far as Falcon and the Winter Soldier goes, I'll tell you another thing that I wanted to ask you was, you know, what did you, how did you, what did you think about like looking back, what did you think about? Falcon's trajectory through the MCU, like uh, I mean, the impact he made, you know, and his overall it, just his overall arc from when he started in in Captain America uh, actually, Winter Soldier. One of the most uh, one of one of the parts I enjoyed with him the most was it, it was actually in in Ant Man um, when um, Ant Man invaded the compound and and, and he battled uh, Sam. And it, it to me that just was so it was so funny and and it just tied it just tied everything in so well. But as far as as him, his progression from when um he first meets Steve and and they and they start developing the friendship and start going through everything um to where he is now it, it's it's you can see that um they took the time to really kind of like build them up. They didn't really just thrust them in. They to help build his character up and everything to where he now played an integral part in, 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 in the MCU and with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, just, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited for, for, for the stories that they're going to be telling. Well, you tell me, what do you think? Do you think that the show, we yeah. both know the show is going to be awesome. Right, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great show. We're going to love it. Do you think that when Sam Wilson becomes Captain America, he can carry Captain America films, solo films, on his own oh, in the man. MCU? Um. Oh no, no. It's, oh it's man, I put you on the question. spot with that one. Can 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 he can he sustain him? Yes, I think he can. As far as. Um, if they if they portray him the right way, I I think I can see him. He has that he has that 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 nice he has that personality and, and that swagger with him that um I think he can hold hold his own on. And well, do you think that he's going to need the super soldier serum at the end of the day? Like however the however the series ends up working out, you know, going to keep it true to. Do you think that he that he could pull? If they can keep it true to form, and and Sam does become Cap. I don't think I don't remember in the comic book. I don't think in the comic book he took this 
He, he took the uh, super soldier serum. I don't think he so, did either. Uh, this, uh, I think they might just stay true to form, and initially they might want him to to take the, the serum, but I guess he might. He, uh, to me, I think he'll show that he can be Captain America, but he he doesn't necessarily need the super soldier serum. Well, that's going to be one of the main struggles of the series. There, there um, is going to be that whole, you know, aspect of should he does do does he want to become Captain America and take the responsibility or not? And you know, um, there's characters that they're going to be having in the series that um, are going to you know going to kind of like instruct him and guide him along the path of deciding to, you know, to do what he ends up doing. But in the meantime, um, I don't know about you, but I'm excited to see Sharon Carter in the series. Like, I mean, as agent 13, apparently she's going to have a pretty instrumental role in the, in the show. And, um, you know, I don't know about you, but I think that's cool. I mean, I like the idea of her being more like, you know, have, having, having her do more with her. And no, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, they they can they can go in so many different directions with her. I mean, you know, she has a she. I mean, you've we've seen in other MCU films, she can throw down, she can fight just like Black even Widow, when uh, what was to. it? What she was in? Uh, was she in? The, she was in the Winter Soldier, right? Civil War. Well, she's a Winter Soldier. She was, yes, but it was Civil War when fight, you see yes. her fight. So, um, no, if she's anything like like uh, like um Peggy Carter, then she she's gonna be an ass kicker. That's right. And apparently, from what I understand, she's gonna be like a big benefactor to Sam and Bucky as far as like you know intelligence, um, a you know, like helping them get where they need to go and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'll be interested. I'll be honest with you, you know, wise. I'm very interested in Bucky's trajectory. Like, you know, where did, how do, how yeah, do things shake out with him? How do you go from being, you know, like, how do you go from being go? one of the most sought wanted men in the world? And now like, of course I know with the snap and everything, and everything sort of going back to normal five years later or whatever. And um, I just want to see how how they're gonna how they're gonna allow like what what is? Well, you have to imagine. You have to get a part. No, oh, no, ahead, go ahead. no, no. I just want to know like how they're gonna work around the part that he was a wanted man. That's what I'm going to say, too. Yeah, like, you have to imagine, right, that Ross is yeah. still going to be out for him. You know, like, he's going to still want yeah. to put him in, in prison. And then, of course, at the same time, too, you've also got the Sokovia Accords whole deal to, like, deal with still. Because yeah. that's still going on. That whole Sokovia Accords from Civil War, you know, just because Infinity War and Endgame happened and, like, the snap happened and everything – and everybody came back doesn't mean that the Sokovia Accords aren't still going on. So at that point, you know, are, are like, are they going to be being chased the whole series, like by like the government 
you know, like, I mean, that makes you wonder, like, what is Bucky's status going to be? Like, how is he going to be able to operate freely, you know, taking into consideration that, I mean, he killed multiple people in civil war. Um, from what I, from what I've heard and read, they're going to be showing off like a lot of the new abilities that Bucky has with his arm that he got from Wakanda. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we right. haven't seen that, yet. you know, like we don't know what yeah, that no, we didn't, can do. We didn't, we didn't really see what the full capabilities of the arm because he wasn't he he was he wasn't really a major part in in Endgame. So he, he, no, yeah. they kind of put him to the side. They had him just kind of sitting there shooting his gun and everything. That's too bad. I don't know about you, but you tell me. In Captain America: Winter Soldier, he was oh, that, a badass um, villain. That's actually, uh, oh man, that's one of my. Uh, it's a tie between that and um. And Thor Ragnarok as uh, one of my, my as my favorite MCU movies. Oh, we're already gonna you know, hit that because you, you, <laughs> you just it's just kind of just it, you just like when you brought it up. It, it, it's one of the it's one of my favorite. Yeah, it just it's it just one of my play. favorite MCU like. So it's a tie. It's a tie for I, you between love, Ragnarok and and. Uh, Captain America, the Thor Ragnarok is just to me, oh man, so funny! It's just so funny. And okay, so what's your third film then out of the three? Like, what 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 film comes in in behind those two? Mm. Oh man, it, it's pretty. Uh, I would probably go with um. Oh man! Um, if you got multiples, uh, go ahead and put up multiples. You can if you can use would, both uh, three and four if you want War. to. Civil War is definitely one of my favorites. That's a good. That's an interesting. Pick. And, that's an interesting pick. I'm surprised because you know typically when you have a conversation with somebody about the MCU and you say to them, "What are your top three MCU films?" Usually most people are going to usually throw in Endgame and Infinity War in there that, somewhere no, right off the bat. These, 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 to me, these build that up. They, they, they built up to, to Infinity War and, um, and Endgame. I, these is, these is just my favorites. It's just, I love, I love the story in, in, um, in, in the Winter Soldier. That's to me, that was one of the best stories. And well, that's my number one. That's my number one MCU film right there. It's 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 uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, then Infinity War, and then after that, I'd say Endgame. See, yeah, and a lot of people will go that way because, but I just to me, Thor Ragnarok was just <coughs> it kind of reminded me of kind of me kind of brought me back to um Planet Hulk. Have you ever seen? Planet. So it kind of brought yep, me back to that. Yep. So that's why I enjoyed it. Well, you know what? Here's yeah. a side question for you. Um, kind of going off topic. How do you feel about like 
where Hulk's presence is going to be in the MCU for now, for now on, because now we know for a fact that they're going to bring Hulk back. He's going to, he's still, he still has, he still has time left on his contract. And they've already said that they're going to, they're going to come up with a new contract for him, um, you know, to continue, to continue being Hulk. So I don't know about you, but you tell me, I felt like an end game when they did the whole professor Hulk thing with him, it made him too too small, like he wasn't powerful anymore. Uh, yeah, because he's, he's he's always been about his rage and and his and all that being his power, like his anger and all that is what what was supposed. Like at least in the comic books, the angrier he got, the stronger he got. Right. So yeah. now with um. With Professor Hulk now, it's to me like he doesn't get angry anymore. Like, so can he turn it on? Like, turn it on? No, and you noticed that they didn't even bother in an Endgame. They didn't even bother showing him fighting yeah. during that final battle. So at that point, it, it, I've I've had a lot. I've heard a lot of different MCU fans say the same thing that they don't like the fact that they made him so puny because. In the comics, when he when he did Professor Hulk in the comics, he was still huge. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't as strong. That that's more that's no he wasn't he wasn't World Breaker Hulk he was, or anything. He, no. That was actually when he was uh, the Great Hulk is when he had his his intelligence. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he was still oh, no, pretty he was big. Still big and um, but again, he 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 was no match for the Green Hulk. That, that's just no. Uh, was that at the same time? Too, was that at the same time too that he was like the um, that he worked at that casino? Oh man! Um, when I I remember when growing up, I remember you know what yeah when he was the Gray Hulk and he was working as a mobster, I think something like that. Was it? Was it as a? Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. No, it's it, it makes you wonder what are they going to do? I mean. I've heard, I've heard a bunch of different things. I've heard that, uh, I've heard a lot of a lot of rumors of like a Wolverine Hulk type film Hulk of some kind. There's yeah. been a lot of rumors that of that. Yeah, there's been a lot of rumors of that, and apparently Mark Ruffalo has told Kevin Feige that that's what he wants to do. He wants to do Wolverine Hulk, like that's what that's what his number one. Like goal, you know, if he if it's up to him, he wants to do Wolverine versus okay, Hulk. Are you going to um, cast? Are but, you going to cast? Um, what's his name as as Wolverine again? Or are you going to find himself a whole new Wolverine? They're going to have to find a new Wolverine, uh, and and I'll be honest with you, wise, I'm not like uh, I'm not in the know as far as like what actors are out there that would potentially fit in perfectly to play uh, Logan, but. I'll tell you right now, it's it's a whoever gets that role, they're going to have a lot of pressure on them because they're going to be putting together a younger a younger X Men yeah. team that can that can last for like you know quite a while. So they're going to want a Wolverine that's that's on the younger side, and that's a lot of responsibility to take. I'll tell you right now to take that role. Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest roles in the MCU. So. You gotta, you gotta cast it correctly. Well, you tell me. 
I think that personally, Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios does a great job casting. I yeah. do. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, really, I think they've done a great job. Um, you know, they couldn't have done better. I mean, as far as how, what they did with Chris Evans with Captain America, you couldn't have asked for a better Captain oh, yeah. America. And he had he had prior experience being Johnny Storm on the Fantastic Four. And, um, yeah, yeah. So, but he, it, all right. So, uh, so a lot of people did not like the um, Captain America, the first Avenger. I didn't find a problem with it. I, I, I enjoyed it's it. It's, it's one of my favorite cat movies, but it, it, it's like, yeah. but we're cat fans. I love Captain America. He's my favorite. He's my favorite. Superhero. Yeah, no, like I told you, I'm a big Captain America fan. I'm, if 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 I had a camera, I would show you. I have my my little Marvel toys. I have uh, a huge Captain America. I have a plush Captain America. Like I, I Captain America is my favorite Marvel character. Well, you must have been like, were you like, a, so at that point, then were you like emotional during Endgame at the end and everything? Like, um, no, not really, because I, I mean, I were was, you fired? Were you fired up more than like, the I, usual I was person? The way they decided for him to just stay in the past and and live his life with uh with Peggy Carter. But what about when he picked up Molnagier? And it was funny, right? Because in Avengers, when they were first, when it was first got together, and they were all hanging out and just sitting, sitting there and everything, and and everybody, was, yeah, Avengers all and time. everybody was yeah. uh, picking it and trying to pick it up. I thought Cap would be the one to pick it up, especially as as far That's as interesting. If you go by what the character the, the character is in the comic books, he's one of the most purest people in in, the, in in all the world. Oh well, in the comics, Captain America has picked up Molnagier like three or yeah. four times. In the comics, yeah. he's the man. Without question, I mean he's the leader that's, of the Avengers, which makes you wonder what's going to happen when Avengers Five comes out, right? And I mean, I'm figuring that it's going to be like a dual leadership thing. Like they're going to, I think that Sam as Captain America will be like a dual leader of the team with like Captain Marvel yeah. and Spider Man, like, and maybe the Black Knight too might even be in there, you know, um. I don't think that they would like I don't think that they would have Sam come in as Captain America and like run the team like uh like Steve Rogers did. Oh uh, yeah, no. I, absolutely. I agree with you that 100%. It's like you you can't replace Steve Rogers. It, it's it, you can only you can no, only, you can't. only only you can ask for is to to try to fill this, but you can't replace Steve Rogers and and it's going to be interesting. It's, it, Geez, boys, it's, it's gonna be interesting, isn't it? To to watch another Avengers film without Captain without, without Tony Stark, like without without you know Captain America. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be definitely be weird. But you know what? I believe that Marvel Studios will pull it off. Oh, especially if they bring back the Punisher. Marvel Studios is really gonna be the, the shit if they if they can make that happen. Oh maybe with a sweet spot uh, there. Listen, if that happens. If they bring back, if they bring back that that core of Daredevil, uh, Kingpin, and and Punisher into the MCU, uh, I would be so happy. Because to me, um, 
the guy oh, who I played would... Daredevil is perfect for that role. He looks he looks like Murdoch. He just he just fits that 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 role. And then um Well, breaking news, wise and and everybody out there, um Marvel Studios is in talks with um with Charlie Cox right now for a potential they're they're, they're working out a contract for him to come to the MCU as oh, Daredevil. And if that happens, that would be awesome. It came out like a week ago. Yep, they're in talks with him right now. His um, his his rights are back to Marvel now, they're, like from Netflix. So at that point, how they're going to make it work, I don't know. But I love Daredevil, I really do, and I love Punisher. So, but I'll tell you right now, and I know you would probably agree with me too, Wise. They can't do Punisher unless they do it. They oh, no, do it R rated. Of course, it has to be. It has to, the Punisher is just straight violence. You seen what he did? What happened on the? So, that's it. Yeah, you can't. You got to keep that's the product it. That's the all same. He does. You can't. You can't go away from it. You can't shy away from it. No. Plus, plus, you know, when when you read Punisher comics, even as a kid, there's some, there's some sexual promiscuity in yeah. there too. You know, like. You know, Frank occasionally like hooks up with a Goomba here and there, you know, like on the way to his task yeah. or whatever it happens. Um, and I wouldn't mind if they threw a little bit of that into an MCU film personally. Yeah, that, that would be different. It'd yeah. be interesting. It'd be different. I mean, they were there were ta- they were talking that initially there were talks. There were, there were people who thought that the Black Widow film should be rated R. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, I don't know why. Depend why because of the violence. Or what? Because yeah, because they say in the people. A lot of people said that you know in the comics, Black Widow was a lot more hardcore, you know, than like they make her seem in the in the like that they that they kind of like kid glove yeah. her a little bit with the Avengers films and stuff like that. As far as like what she's really like in the comics. Okay. Yeah, you know, because she kills people and stuff yeah. like that, just yeah. like Punisher. Yeah, you know? that was prior to hooking up with the Avengers, she was she was an assassin. That's right. You know, so okay, what's your worst MCU film? Wise, what Iron Man out, of, 3. out of the whole batch? What is your Iron Man three? Iron Man three. Man 3. Or, Iron Man three. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. Uh, the whole, I just, just didn't the like whole the Mandarin thing? story. I, I'm a big like again. I'm a I'm a big Marvel guy. I'm a comic book guy, and I just didn't like. And even though they they're correcting it now with uh, the Shang Chi movie, I just didn't like that. I just didn't like it. Yeah, because the Mandarin is one of is one of Iron Man's fear fear. One of his, one of his biggest, biggest villains, yeah. villains, his enemies, and I just thought they could have did a better story with it. Well, you know, honestly, I think that's a great point. I think I think that that, that you make you make a really great point bringing that up because that is like a very non exciting movie for me. Like now that I think about it, that's not exactly one that yeah. gets me going. For me, if I had to pick one. 
I would say Guardians of the Galaxy two or Thor two. Like yeah, a, Dark World that, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really. That's yeah, it wasn't really that my, my type of keep, but but I just Iron Man three really wasn't. I did not feel it whatsoever. Well, I think I maybe maybe I I don't know. Other well, other people love the Guardians of the Galaxy two movie, so you know who knows. Maybe I'm just well, listen, everybody's the everybody's different. That's what's so great about this world, man. Everybody's unique. Oh, you're right about. That. No, you're definitely right about that. Um, so, wise, let me ask you, brother. Um, before we uh, call this a uh, an end to this podcast, uh, do you want to shout out anybody or anything like that, or like you know, any, is there anybody you want to let anybody you know messages you want to put um, out or no, anything? I just uh, big shout out to everybody listening to you, man. Just big shout out to your fan base. Well, thank you very much, brother. Um, I, I want to thank Wilfredo very much for deciding to come on to my show. Um, I'm just starting things off, you know, and uh, he is very, very, very decent and very humble to be willing to reach out and help out with starting off podcasters and everything like that, which is one of the cool things that I first, you know, liked about about Wise when I first met him you know, was that he's into that kind of thing. He wants to help out and like, you know, uh, see other podcasters succeed. And at that point, you know, again, I, I would hope that you would consider checking out his show. And I really hope that um, I'll, I'll have him on my show here again. And, you know, uh, everybody out there, thank you very much for checking out, you know, this podcast. Wise, thank you very much. You were a great guest. And, uh, you know, I'm blessed to have you. Um, and you're welcome anytime oh, you want to come no, on the really show. Do. Like, this is like, this is, uh, um, uh, I enjoy this because it's different from what I do. It's different from my show. So, it, but it, so it gets me to, to let my, like, let my hair down and, and, and actually talk about something else that I enjoy doing. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm a big nerd. I'm a big geek. I'm a, I'm a gamer. I, but so, but I, I'm also I'm also um very into into social awareness and and um and just helping people um gain some type of knowledge out there. So that's why when when people who are interested in, in learning how to podcast and and they ask me questions, I'm, I'm more than willing to help because I, I wish there was people willing to help me when I started, and I, I probably would have avoided some of the pitfalls, but. You you live and learn, and if I can help anybody avoid the same pitfalls, I'm more than willing to help. Well, you know what? You're a good man. I really appreciate you. And, um, folks, I'm going to close this episode out. This is episode two of the MCU's Bleeding Edge. And uh, for me and for Wise, I really appreciate all of you. And uh, you MCU fans, stick with me. I'm going to have more episodes coming back at you. And uh, thank you very much. And Wise, thank you, thank you again. And uh, we'll, 